0: Part 1 of session 46 of The Law of One, let's talk about Gandalf, the cat. Let's begin. Quick refresher from the past couple of sessions we were talking about mainly personal material that was excluded from the original books in its totality so this is the first session that we get where there is some information that was actually shared in the original books so it still follows to a degree uh some of the personal stuff it's kind of interesting how at this point they were um talking about all this stuff on, you know, soul evolution, higher self, and everything else. And as Carla actually got a little weaker, I started to get concerned. And now things sort of turned a little bit on on the personal side, as we're going to see with the questions that Don had, you know, in terms of, uh, I was going to say cat delve. <laughs> it's Gandalf, but cat delve. Get it? So... Uh, in any case, um, the first couple of questions are going to be from personal material that you're going to find in book 5 or if you have the raw contact, you'll find it in session 46 or uh, if you have the release version or just are-, are checking the law of one.info or law of one dot info, then it's session 46 as well. So there is one question that actually was not in book in the original books nor in uh, book 5 so I say original books but th- book 5 is also original books and that's the first question that we're going to get it, some of the questions were excluded to uh, totally some of them are kind of uh, understandable why they took them away and some others as we're going to find out there's a controversial one in one of the 50s sessions in the mid 50s I think 56 or so but I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that and you'll see why you know they decided to exclude it. and it became controversial because it was kind of like information that a lot of people would have loved to have. But when you understand why they excluded it, then you understand really, you know there was there was a, a genuine reason to take it out. In any case, that first question that was excluded actually. To see why Don says Could we please first An indication of the instrument's condition And Ra just says This "This instrument scans at present At extremely low physical energy And is under attack This will continue for some of your weeks However, the vital energies of this instrument Is gradually restoring its former level So uh, Carla, as you remember She was in session 44 She was diagnosed by Ra you know, to have very low vital energy and her physical energy was also pretty much depleted, and so they they took a week and a half off or something like that. They came back; she was still weak. In session forty-five and now in session forty-six, she's still weak. So, you know, this this was a concern at the time, of course, because Carla was, you know, Carla was Carla first and foremost, and you know, she was. Also, the instrument for, for the raw context. So, in any case, uh, the things that Raw says are um, mildly interesting, you know, in terms of how her physical energy uh, was, was uh, extremely low, and that she was under attack. Now, let's start getting the premise for this attack that they were getting from a negative entity. I don't know if it was from the Orion group or not, but it was a negative entity from Fifth Density that... It's going to be uh, a little bit more pronounced, I believe, in the 70s or late 60s uh, sessions. That's when they started getting the attack really strong, and they or they started getting more uh, information about this, how to deal with this attack. I don't think at this moment they they knew what was happening uh, tot- uh, totally, but you can see already that Ra is saying this has been happening. I, I think since the Uh, the the latest uh, sessions um, session 30 upper session 30s the 36 38 somewhere around there I think raw mentioned something about Carla being under attack but they I don't think they they really noticed that but this is this has been going on for a while and this started because of the information that again I talked about this in another video um, in a previous session how you know, depending on the, the information that they they are channeling, these entities are going to be attracted to the light and try to su- suppress it. That's what negative entities do. That's how they polarize more towards the negative. That's their, their um, fuel for evolution. And so, um, Ross says this will continue for some of your weeks. I also believe that because she was so weak in terms of physical energy and vital energy, that also attracted the Entity to attack more. Because if you're weak, then guess what, you know, they're gonna take advantage of you. And that's what they did, you know, they would do subtle things like just cause physical pain on Carla, Not physical, you know, but trigger physical pain that was already there, like arthritis. Her arthritis would get worse. And during the session, she would get spasms and things like that. So it's kind of subtle. It's not like, you know, they're going to come out with a flaming sword out of the ether and <laughs> stab you. <laughs> um, in any case, however, the vital energy of this instrument is gradually restored into its former level. She was still pretty weak, but she was restoring after, you know, the, the caring that they did. So, done. Uh, worry as he usually wants for Carla says in that case would better ask you only one question unless you deem it all right to ask any more questions than that But the one question that is bothering us which I got in meditation may be an inappropriate question but I feel it my duty to ask it because it is central to the instruments mental condition and ours it has to do with two cats which we are going to take to have worked upon today for teeth Cleaning and the small growth removed from Gandalf's leg. I got the impression that there might be an inroad there for the Orion group, and I was primarily concerned about anything that we could do for protection of these two cats. I may be out of line in asking this, but I feel it my duty to ask it. Would you please give me information, all the information you can, on that subject? So, before I get into um, Ross answer, which I think it's pretty long here, um, a couple of things. One, you can see how they were really loving, you know, with animals, especially with cats. And we have some information about their cats being already. We talked about that. They had been invested so much with love, and in previous incarnations, they they were um, they had such an evolution that we're gonna find out something actually really cool and interesting here about pets. And I i want to make an emphasis there because people who love pets or animals in general, that's quite interesting, you know, for um, for our model of the law of one. So, uh, one thing to denote, again, from this is that you can see how loving they were with their cats just to, like, include them, you know, in, in a session like this, which, again, they said, Don said this was, you know, his life work, and rightly so it was. Like, there was there's nothing else that Don did that was of much... Uh, let's say relevance. I don't want to say important, but because that's a subjective thing. But relevant to to his his line of work, than the raw contact, right? I mean, everything else was just the preparation for him to do this work. And Carla has mentioned it as well. Like you know, she was she was. I mean, she was <laughs> she was willing to die for this contact. So, in any case, you know, it's just they they show you know their humanity and empathy for for animals here. Which I don't know. I just wanted to mention. It. And they again, they, the question, just to get back in line with the uh, with the session, is about um, I don't know how Don would think that the Orion group could attack the cats. Maybe because there, as he says, there's an inroad for the Orion group uh, to attack, or impression that there might be an inroad there for the Orion group. And I was primarily concerned about anything we could do for protection of these two cats. So he's asking for, you know, what can we do, you know, basically, for, uh, for, for the cats. And Ra is going to answer. The entity, here we go, I should have highlighted this, mind-body-spirit-complex-Gandalf, the cat, not Gandalf, the gray <laughs> or the white, um, being harvestable, harvestable third density is open to the same type of psychic attack to which you yourselves are vulnerable. Therefore, through the mechanism of images and dreams, it is potentially possible for negative concepts to be offered to this mind body spirit complex, thus, having possible deleterious results. The entity Fairchild, that's the other cat, though harvestable through investment, does not have the vulnerability to attack in as great an amount due to a lack of the mind complex activity in the distortion of conscious devotion. So, um, this, we there's more to say about this. But first, the mind-body-spirit complex Gandalf. And I think Don asks about this. I'm not sure. But we can already see that Gandalf has a spirit. Now remember, cats, as well as any other animal, is second density consciousness. Which means that they are only mind-body complex. But they start getting inspirited, like Ra says. And this is a complex. Um, discussion, I have my own uh, idea of, as to how the spirit or the mind body is endowed with spirit but I don't want to get there it's, um, let's just imagine that there is a spirit that starts to be funneled to, to, the, to the entity in this case the cat but in this case Gandalf already had a spirit which means it already had guidance and a sort of very fussy higher self acting with him But at the same time, it made him vulnerable to psychic attacks because it was already a mind-body-spirit complex. So a couple of things that they say here, the mechanisms of images and dreams. That's the mechanism for uh, imprinting negative, um, uh, let's call it, influence. So you can see how many, this is, I don't know how many animals do this, but. All my dogs have always seen that they they dream. you can see that they're dreaming and their reactions are almost like they're in the dream like they're moving their legs or moving their uh, their snout or you know just kind of like um, wimping or something. So you know this this is an activity done by the mind of of the entity and depending on the spiritual nature of the animal then, through that spirit connection, let's say, there is there is a, a possibility for Orion to also uh, create. I mean, that's kind of ruthless. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I normally say, well, whatever Orion, but come on, leave my animals alone, man, leave them alone. Uh, but I, I don't know. I guess they'll take whatever they can <laughs> just to distort anything in the creation, right? As long as they can polarize more to the negative. I don't know. I'm not here to judge him, but come on. Leave my animals alone. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure how this can create more um, deleterious results, like they say. like Causing... Uh, how can that happen? I mean, I don't know. If you have any idea, leave them in the comments. Because I love to read anything that you guys can think about. Uh, yeah, I can't think about anything that animals can't behave. Maybe through some sort of rejection, um, I want to call it that. And we're going to get into Cancer and Anger here. So maybe that. I I know that uh, some dogs that I've had in the past, I don't know if they had spirits, um, but they were pretty angry. And I don't know how much of the Orion group or any negative entity would have an influence on that. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm treading on, on very flaky territory here, so... In any case, I'll keep up with this. Ross says the entity Fairchild, though harvestable through investment, does not have the vulnerability to attack in a great amount due to a, look, uh, a lack of the mine complex activity, the distortion of conscious devotion. So, Carla makes a comment in, I think, on, I think it's Gandalf that she mentions in Book 5, uh, or in the realism version, you can see it in the. In in the commentaries that they make, Jim and Carla for for the session, that Gandalf was very devoted to to them. Like he was, um, he was like very devoted to Don and Carla. I don't know how long they they had it so far at this point, but in any case, you know this this cat was really devoted to them. Apparently, Fairchild. Wasn't that much, you know, he was just a regular cat. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they do say that he was harvestable through investment, that investment being love, of course, uh, that they gave to him, possibly from other incarnations. But the uh, Fairchild didn't have a, a very uh, active co- mind complex, I guess, in, in the direction. i mean say distortion. I know Ra loves distortion. I don't know how many times they used distortion throughout the whole channeling, but... You know what that means? It's just a preference, or an inclination, a or bias, or a sort of—you know—that's what they call distortion. So, um, no, not much mind complex activity in the inclination for conscious devotion. So, I don't know. I guess that that's something also that it's required for distorting because I guess you can influence. I mean, that's that's pretty low, Orion. That's pretty low. You know, influence animals so they're pets, so they don't—they're um, not as as loving or devoted to other uh, to their owners. I don't know. Maybe I'm speculating there, but that's the only way I can think about. Like, if Fairchild didn't have much activity in his mind for conscious devotion, that means that it, it wasn't. See, like that's the weak point for the Orion group not to make an inroad there. So that means that. Those who have a conscious devotion, at least in this case, or in this example, then they are susceptible to attack. Huh, that's interesting. See, never thought it this way. So I guess depend on the devotion of our pets to us. Ra continues and says, For protection of these entities, we might indicate two possibilities. Firstly, the meditation, putting on the armor of light. Secondly, the repetition of short ritual sentences known to this instrument from the establishment which distorts spiritual oneness for this instrument. (laughs) I love how they say religion. This instrument's knowledge will suffice. This will aid due to the alerting of many discarnate entities also aware of these ritual sentences. The meditation is appropriate at the time of the activity on behalf of these entities. The ritual may be repeated with efficacy from this time until the safe return at convenient intervals. So, here's what to do with your pets if you feel they can be under attack, and even if they're not. I mean, I don't want to cause. I I don't like the way that sounds. But, alright, we're talking about possibility of pets being under attack by the Orion group, so what you can do to protect them is always... I mean, it's the same recipe for everything. Just love him, love him, and just have uh thoughts of, of compassion, caring, and loving uh and love for them. So they say firstly the meditation uh putting on the armor of light does that mean putting on the armor yourself for them or putting them an armor of light? I guess both works. Secondly, in essence what they're saying is just this is you know personal advice to them. So Carla had some um what do they call them? Repetition of short ritual sentences, so prayers, that type of thing, for um, Carla, who was Christian, and you know, it's known to Carla. So it's not that we need to borrow, you know, from Carla's. You know, that's that's the teaching, you know, for for uh, for helping our animals, our pets. No, that means simply, you know, what works for her. Whatever works for you. Whatever. Like, I like to think there are, there are confederation entities that, uh, I think we, we talked about this in session 19 or 20, somewhere around there when we were talking about second density evolution, is that there are confederation entities who devote themselves entirely to second density evolution, second density uh, light, that's what they do. They send unconditional love, uh, undifferentiated love and light to these entities. So I personally, because I have such an empathy, or not an empathy, but I have an affinity with the Confederations philosophy, I often think about uh, them when I think about my pet, Oliver. And, you know, since they are, they are like their guides, then why not? I mean, call upon the Confederations for them you know even though they're not invested with their densities if you call them I mean they are in service of the one right so that's my thing you know if you have any sort of prayer or meditation rituals or some sort of meditative state whatever works I guess it's all it's all about the intention and of course the direction in which you want to put that intention which is for your pets so uh, what else they say? This will aid due to the alerting of many discarnate entities also aware of these ritual sentences. I think this is important because the potency of anything that we use um, it depends first on your personal affinity with it and second on the collective affinity incarnate or discarnate, doesn't matter. So for example, if I devise you know, a sort of... Um, very particular fractal and I just uh, I design it and I say this fractal is going to be my um, illustration of power that will be strong from the personal level but in a collective level it won't because nobody else knows that fractal uh, geometry whereas if I use the cross or the Buddha or the Star of David or anything else that is extremely popular, not only in the collective incarnate population, but also in the spiritual or discarnate um, planes, then that's going to have more effect. So that's what they're saying here, you know, um, this will aid due to the alerting of many discarnate entities also aware of these ritual sentences. So... You know, it's almost like you're calling upon their power, let's say. So, they say the meditation is appropriate at the time of the activity on behalf of these entities, of course. Uh, the rituals may be repeated with efficacy from this time until the safe return at convenient intervals. So, you know, this they, they could have done it until they were done, you know, with their operation or whatever they were going to do. So, yeah. Interesting. Let's go. Next question. Don says, I'm not familiar with the ritual sentences. If the instrument is familiar, you need not answer this, but which sentences do you mean? And Ra says nothing. Crickets in the background. That is because Don says, I assume this instrument is familiar. Ra says, this is correct. So Carla was obviously familiar with, Don just wanted to to, uh, corroborate. So Don says, "Can you tell me something of the little growth on Gandalf's leg? What caused it, and if it is danger, if it is danger, a danger to him?" So Ra says, "The cause of such growths has been previously discussed. The danger to the physical body complex is slight, given the lack of repeated stimulus to anger." So um, I believe when they say um, the cause of such growth have been previously discussed, is because they talked about cancer already. We've covered that in that session. And this is where the direction of the rest of the session is gonna go into cancer. Uh, Because there is much to talk about that. And that is, I mean, there is a lot to talk about that. And that's why I'm I'm breaking this down into two videos. Uh, As usual, this this is not a long session uh, at all, but it's, the cancer talk can... I know I can expand myself maybe a little too much. I'll try to keep it short for the second video. But in any case, the cause of such, such growth is because of you know the, our predisposition for cancer and the, the mismanagement of anger, which we'll talk about in this session. Um, so they say the danger to the physical body complex is slight given the lack of repeated stimulus to anger. So... It's almost like because their presence and how they treated Gandalf, they weren't allowing or permitting too much anger or any anger at all to to the cat, and that was great because that's good health, right? If you're in a loving environment, you're going to be healthy, and you obviously, you know, best environment, loving environment is your own self. So, but they can't. I mean. Gandalf was on his own there. They could only provide that environment. So that's interesting. That's another thing That's a good take out of this Because your environment and you create your environment. That's another thing. The self is not only the physical body The self expands in your whole awareness. In fact, the self is awareness. So if I'm looking at that tree over there That tree is me right now. That is who I am. I am that tree. I am that house I am my neighbor. If I see him, I am everything I see in perception. Because I am not something inside here looking at the outside. I am everything that is around me. So it's not only you know to be like oh, I'm cool with myself, but all those things that I don't approve. Right? Oh, I have to deal with daily. You know that's that's disgusting. But I am not that. Well, you are because <laughs> you just said it. So in any case, that's another thing to keep note of. Next question, I believe I have it highlighted like this because this is another question that you will not find in the original books, including book five, where most most of this information comes out from. So Don says, and you can see why again, this is easily excluded. At this time, I would ask if we should end the session because of the instrument's low vitality or whether this is irrelevant because of the dedication of to this session already. And we talked about this on the last session, I believe. So, Ross says the latter is correct you may proceed we shall monitor the vital energy of this instrument just a small recap here Don has asked, had asked before like let's end the session let's end the session Carl is in danger basically it's what you're saying let's end it and Ross says like relax basically they said relax you know we're in we're in control or we're monitoring her energy no worries as usual uh, it's awesome that you're you know you're paying attention to this but her energy was already invested might as well use it. That's why Donna also asked, you know, like, you know, um, can we end the session or was the energy already invested? And Ron says, oh, that's correct. Uh, the latter is correct, meaning that it was invested. Was that what Don said? Um, yeah, it's relevant dedication. That's what when Don says, because of the dedication to the session already, that's the investment of energy that Carla already kind of like deposited in the, uh, in the ether. So... Um, yeah, well, not in the ether, but out there, you know, for for Ra, let's put it that way. So yeah, as usual, they'll monitor it. That's what they said. Don says, question seven. I was just wondering if an entity polarizes toward the service to self path, would the anger have the same physical effect that it affects that it affects an entity polarized towards the service to others path? Would it also cause cancer, or is it just a catalytic effect working in the positively polarized entity? Process: the catalytic mechanisms are dependent not upon the chosen polarity of a mind-body-spirit complex, but upon the use or purpose to which this catalyst is put. Thus, the entity which uses the experience of anger to polarize consciously, positively or negatively, does not experience the bodily catalyst, but rather uses the catalyst in mental configuration. So, this is going to start discussion in terms of what happens with the catalyst that is used in terms of, um, yeah, anger. Right? Would the anger have the same physical effect, an effect? The question is, it's actually pretty clever. Don says, if uh, if the entity polarizes, if an entity polarizes towards the service to self path, so in the positive, would the anger have the same physical effect that it affects an entity polarized towards the service to others path, so the negative? Uh, would it also cause cancer, or is it uh, just a catalytic effect working in the positively polarized entity? Like, you know, is anger something that happens to the positive, cancer? Is the anger catalyst something that causes anger on the positive entity, or does it also affect the negative entity? And, um, you know, uh, I think there is a little, maybe, uh, oversight to this question, and that's what Ra is, is explaining, because uh, I'm just going to reread what Don said. Would the anger have the same physical effect that it affects an entity polarized? And this is what's going to be clarified, of course. Don didn't know this uh, at this point. So Ra, what Ra says that the catalytic mechanisms are dependent not upon the chosen polarity. It, it's, not, it's almost like, you know, catalyst, is, it's neutral. It's, it's there, you know, it's how you use it. And it's there to provide some sort of um, growth, of course. That's what catalyst. Catalyst means the accelerated or acceleration of a process and the evolution of a process, the, um, the reactionary um, process of, the, uh, of that evolution. So they say it's, it's upon the use or purpose to which the catalyst is put, of course, because it depends. Like I said, you know, it's almost like what we call a, a something can be a tool. You know, a knife can be a, t- can be a tool or it could be a weapon. What, what do you use it for? You know, it's, it's completely neutral. Uh, That's the entity which uses the experience of anger to polarize consciously, positively or negatively. Well, you can use anger to polarize positively or negatively. And we're going to see that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get it into this uh, in this session. If not, I'm just going to give a brief explanation of that. And then we'll cover it in the next um, in the next video, I, I meant to say. Does not um, okay. What else does it say? Constantly positive. does not experience the bodily catalyst, but rather uses the catalyst in mental configuration. So, um, when they say bodily, uh, they do not experience the bodily catalyst. Means cancer. Cancer is a catalyst as well. You know, whatever is not used by the mind will be manifested in the body by illness, usually. You know, any sort of um, disease or whatever. I I can tell you, like for example, the last time I got sick, which was at the beginning of this year, 2021, um, I was dealing with a very intense catalyst that I was unable to accept, and it was just causing so much friction in my life that I got sick because I couldn't deal with it mentally. I was exposed to a physical uh, disease where I I I got. Fever. I got uh, my body was aching terribly, and I, of course, as usual, I got asthma because I'm asthmatic. So, uh, and I only get asthma when when I get um, this um, cold. Kind, it was it was a simple cold, but the intensity of that cold was really high because of this catalyst. And funny enough, I I mean I accepted mentally afterwards because it took me. It was a real challenge for me. But in any case, you know, when you don't accept something mentally, it goes to your body. The same thing is happening here. It's not going to manifest if you you process it mentally. Like they say, use the catalyst in mental configuration. That just means that you process it mentally. So if you don't understand that, that's fine. Because Don doesn't understand it either. (laughs) And he says in question eight, not sure that I understand that. Let's take some examples. If an entity polarizing toward the negative path becomes angry, let's take the condition where he develops a cancer. What is the principle of that for him? Ra says, We see the trust of your query and will respond at variance with the specific query if that meets with your approval. And Don says, "Uh, Certainly. And so Ra uh, continues. (laughs) You can also see here that Ra was... um, they're they're so perfectionist i love that part you know they, they they just wanted to to go to explain a little bit further them because they they got what don was asking and they just wanted to expand on it and say can we don says of course go ahead ra so ra says okay the entity polarizing positively perceives the anger this entity if used in the catalyst mentally blesses and loves this anger in itself It then intensifies this anger consciously in mind alone until the folly of this red ray energy is perceived. Not as folly in itself, but as energy subject to spiritual entropy due to the randomness of energy being used. So, it's going to be a long answer. We're going to take it step by step. It's going to consume the rest of the, uh, the video and we'll end it after this. So, we can cover cancer in the next video. Second part, session 46. So, Don wanted to know, how does that work? How does anger work for you know for the positive? He wanted to know for, I think it was for, for the negative. I forgot the question. In any case, um, no, I feel terrible. Let's go back to the question. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Um, yeah, so let's take some examples. If an entity polarizing towards the negative path becomes angry, let's take the condition where he develops a cancer. So, yeah, the, the question was even a little bit uh, not well formulated, I guess. Uh, that's why Ra said, well, we're going to respond at variance with the specific query if that meets with your approval. Okay. So in essence, you know, how, how does that work for the negative entity that becomes angry? So Ra, the variance that they're putting here is that they're also explaining the positive polarity, the service to others. So. The entity who is positive is going to receive the anger. You're going to get angry at something, okay? Unless you're negative. If you're negative, wait your turn. We're talking about positives here. So, (laughs) uh, you're all welcome here. So, um, this entity, if using the catalyst mentally, blesses and loves this anger in itself. It will... um, You will receive the anger, okay? You will... You don't have to forcibly, forcibly do this, but this is the positive entity. You know, once you have polarized enough, you will, you will see, uh, anger as an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself. That's all there is. So when it blesses and loves the angers in itself, then it intensifies it and consciously, um, does it consciously in mind alone until the folly of this red ray energy is perceived i love that they say red ray energy because it is a primal uh, reaction that we have it's a it's a very primitive reaction anger is it's not a conscious and not very conscious it's a it's a very instinct instinctive reaction because of some sort of blockage obviously that we have and that blockage is just preventing that energy to go up in the energy centers. So it's it's a very reactionary stuff. You know, it's very it's animalistic, you know, and very low in the low levels of animalistic behaviors. So it's okay. You know, you receive it and you know it's energy. All energy is loving, all energy is um, is it's sexual too, because it's just that's just the nature of the feeling. Of the orgasmic feeling of energy cosmic energy but um yeah so it's once it's received you bless it so on uh, you love it and then you're going to intensify it that's what they say here yeah you intensify this anger consciously in your mind what does that mean i mean uh, imagine i get angry at uh, somebody who went to deliver me a box and In fact, he delivered me his anger, you know, and throws the box at me, you know, and curses at me for whatever reason. I don't don't know. He may trigger something else in me that, I don't know, I'm a bearded person and I'm offended by somebody who uh, is disgusted by beards. Just making stuff up. I'm sure there are people like that. But, see, that triggers me. And I get angry at the person. And I wish I could just run back to this UPS dude and, you know punch him in the face and I want to do this you know so that's what I'll recreate in my mind I'll take it first of all I'll say thank you that's another good thing about this you can also always take the anger this is something that Kuo says and they've said it a couple of times in in other channelings that when somebody gives you their um, their negative emotions they're giving you a gift because you should see it always as Somebody who cannot deal with his own uh, energy and just throws it at you. So you receive it and you say, Thank you. I know what to do with this. I will not, you know, bring it home and throw it at my wife or my son or my mom or my dog or whatever. I'm not going deli- to keep delivering it. You know, it's like a uh, hot potato. You know, it's not a hot potato. You take the hot potato and you say, I know how to cool this down. And you take it, and you understand it, you accept it, see it's the same process. You bless it and love it. And you take this anger and say, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, I don't understand the chain, you know, from when you were a kid or your wife, whatever did, you know, trigger, whatever whatever it comes from, because it will come from generations, actually, from the beginning, from the Big Bang, it may come. (laughs) Actually, not from the Big Bang, maybe not. Or maybe, yeah, everything can be traced back to that. In any case, you take this anger and you simply process it for something that is just love trying to find its way, and that's how you deal with somebody else's anger. But in the case of the UPS um, um, guy that just offended me, see, what I'll intensify is the folly of this anger in terms of what am I going to do? Okay, so I'm going to do it in my mind, and I'm going to follow this guy, I'm going to punch him in the face, and then I'm going to tell him off that... You know, my beard is just my thing, and I, you know, well, I don't want to say that, you know. Then I started getting into, like, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, if I carry this out, what am I doing? I actually had to deal with this also uh, a couple of years ago, when actually a year and a half ago. And I really felt the need to be aggressive with this person because of what she was doing to me. And I think I talked about this in the past. Uh, but I did, you know, I did the same thing. I just, I did it in my mind. I did it alone in my mind until it was just like ridiculous what I wanted to do. And, you know, see, then the energy is perceived not as folly in itself. Like the energy itself is not fully. It's what you want to do with the energy. But as energy subject to spiritual entropy due to the randomness of energy being used. That's important energy subject to spiritual entropy so spiritual entropy is just that it it vanishes away it just um it deteriorates it just uh, i forget the word but it's just it fades away um due to the randomness of energy being used the randomness is the anger itself like this it's folly because the way you're using it is not channeling it for love you're just bleh, you know just Throw it out, throwing it out, like the guy, you know, who who gives you their anger. So that's what you do. You just take it, you work it in your mind, and you know, you perceive the folly. You actually live it in your mind. That's why you have a mind. You know, you don't have to do things in the real world. That's another advice that Ra says, you know, don't do it out if you can not do it out there, this is when they say that all you should do all things desired. You're here to experience all things desired. If you cannot do it in the physical because you can't or also because you know you're gonna infringe somebody else's will then uh, free will i mean then of course you should do it in your mind and experience it in your mind and see it and um you know hopefully that helps if not then i don't know but anyhow ross says and continues positive orientation then provides the will and faith to continue this mentally intense experience of letting the anger be understood, accepted and integrated with the mind, body, spirit complex. Within, no, with the mind-body-spirit complex, yes. The other self which is the object of anger is thus transformed into an object of acceptance, understanding and accommodation, all being re- all being reintegrated using the great energy which anger began. So see this is just how it process out. Once you do all this work and you accept it and you don't react and you do all this, you know, this magic, this is what magic is uh, for those interested in magic. It's all mental magic. It's like alchemy. Alchemy is not uh, transforming, even though it can be done, but it's um, it's about transmutation of thoughts and how you perceive things, perception, change in perception. And so... um. Positive orientation then provides the will and faith. Of course, if you have a positive orientation, then you have the will and faith, of course. Will to do it, faith that the result is always going to pay back uh, enormously in your harmony and your balance. That's faith. You don't know how, you have no um, axiom to say, this is just, You know, if I do it this way, I'm gonna achieve this. You don't know, you have faith in it. That's the positive way. So they continue this mentally intense experience, letting go uh, of letting go of the anger, be understood. of Letting the anger be understood, accepted and integrated. Understood, accepted. Understood, lower chakras, accepted, heart and integrated. That just means you balance it out uh, with the mind-body-spirit complex. The other self, basically the person that pissed you off <laughs> or made you angry, then obviously it's transformed because now you see The gift that they gave you, like I said, you know, you were able to experience this and, you know, you survived this. It's almost like, you know, you come out of every hero should always, uh, I don't want to say the word worship, but respect their villains after they are, you know, uh, I'm not going into Hollywood's, you know, depiction of, (laughs) of, of the villain, but you know what I mean. It's it's those villains in our world that should always be accepted and loved. Um, So that's um, that's the positive side. That's how it should be done. Ross says, continues now for the negatives. The negatively oriented mind body spirit complex will use this anger in a similarly conscious fashion, refusing to accept the undirected or random energy of anger and instead through will and faith funneling this energy into a practical means of venting the negative aspect of this emotion so as to obtain control over other self or otherwise control the situation causing anger so for the negative path what it needs to do is to use it similarly but in this case is control is control and repression Um, accept the undirected or random energy of anger and instead, through will and fate, again, uh, funneling this energy into a practical means of venting the negative aspect of this emotion of this emotion so as to obtain control over the other self or otherwise control the situation causing anger. If you can control the situation that's causing you anger, um, psychopathic behavior and training for that matter, on, um, I mean, if. I think this, this gets a little bit dark if I talk about like MK Ultra and all those things that they talk about that uh, secret governments have done uh, for a long time, how to create psychopaths, which is just allow them, or not allow them, but train them to control everything by doing some really nasty things to them. Uh, that's how you create basically negative entities. You know, you, you can do this by... Um, breaking someone, basically, and, uh, you know, this is, this is the way, the way is control and repression, because once you use that, once you control the anger, then you can use it, and you can use it for your benefit over other people, like they say, control over other self, or otherwise control the situation causing anger, because once you control it, once you, um, they say funneling the energy into practical means of venting the negative aspect of this emotion. They will use this. It's almost like I will use my hate for my own benefits. That is the negative path. It's using your hate for negative, um, negative purposes, of course, for controlling, for manipulating, for uh, th- threatening or coercing any sort of manipulation actually uh, that you can you can think of that is the negative path and you see like there is no we'll get to that i i hope this is explained here let me go on we're almost uh let's see control is the key yeah i think this is the last part control is the key to negatively polarize use of catalyst acceptance is the key to positively polarized use of catalyst between these polarities lies the potential for this random and undirected energy Creating a bodily complex analog of what you call the cancerous growth of tissue. So, just to recap, control is the key to negatively polarized use of catalyst. You, if you control your anger, and you, um, it doesn't affect you in the way that it's the third possibility. The the people who are developing cancer basically are those who are not using control to use this anger in a negative sense for manipulating others and using their hate for others basically that's what it is right then you just have you know a poker face outside you're just using you're you're just using all that anger and hate and all the negative stuff that happened to you for um, for controlling other people that is the negative way the acceptance is the key to positively polarized use of the catalyst because anger can be used, of course that doesn't mean oh no no, no don't don't worry about your anger you know ha- think happy thoughts you know and all this stuff like that's avoiding it that's repressing it that's not that's not what this is about you know uh, this is this is what got us into so much cancer you know in this way because there is too much repression look at society right now there is repression of everything people cannot express themselves This is what, obviously, the elites, the Orion group, uh, creating an elite here. That's the philosophy. You make people repress everything. So now there is political correctness everywhere. There is, you know, a certain language you can use or not, you know. And, you know, it's not that we... I don't want to advocate anything here. But I do want to emphasize that the way we repress our emotions is the way we become dormant and we become um, really um, really messy physically you know so uh, it's the key the key is always to feel you know to feel the emotion feel it and see where it takes you you know in a positive that's the thing I mean we haven't been trained or educated in positive ways and there's always so much distortion in our teachings um, the fact that we don't even know that reincarnation is a, is a fact, um, the fact that, that we don't know that um, just, you know, it's metaphysics or the, the possibility of some, something being out there, whatever it is, you know, uh, the, we don't even acknowledge consciousness. I mean, we are a very uneducated society in terms of who we are. So, what can we expect of the reactions that we will have for managing our emotions? They, they tell you, they teach you, you know, to uh, maybe changing now, but, you know, the, the dogma is to, you know, just remain calm. Why? You know, if you feel anger, feel it, you know, use it. Use the anger positively, which is accepting it. But you have to feel it first. And so, you know, that is the key to positively polarized use of this catalyst is acceptance. That is the key thing. Um, between the two polarities, of course, if you don't use it in an accepting way and you're just repressing it and saying, oh, I don't know, you know, whatever my, my parents did to me or my brothers or my boss or my husband or my whatever, whatever they did to me is fine. You know, I don't need to, I, I, I'm, I'm over it. You know, I'm done with that. You know, I. I passed the page, I turn the page, you know, no, you're repressing it, you got to visit it and say, because it'll trigger you again, you know, it'll trigger you when you're drunk or when you're, you know, uh, I don't know, dealing with somebody who pisses you off or you're always going to, you just got to follow it, so anyhow, far uh, for me to be, you know, an advisor here on what to do with the situations. The point is that between these polarities lies the potential for this random and undirected energy creating a bodily complex analog of what you call cancerous growth of tissue. Basically, cancer growing. Because if you're not dealing with this in the negative or the positive, then you're just storing it in you. It makes sense. Let me visualize it to you this way. If you receive energy from outside, or actually, it's you you don't receive energy. You receive a stimulus from outside, a catalyst. And that catalyst moves energy in you and that energy is stuck somewhere and you don't allow it to go anywhere. You just say, no, oh, I'm done with that. I know what this means, you know, <laughs> I'm just remembering all things, you know, but I'm done with that. So you just push it down, you know, in like in the cartoons, when they just push somebody out of, you know, the, uh, the frame, <laughs> just want them to show or whatever, um, that's what you're doing and you're repressing it there, then that energy is just going to be stuck there. It's going to be fed day by day, every time it's stimulated, it's going to keep creating a random movement of energy. That is taken by the body because your mind cannot deal with, with that much. That's why trauma, you know, sometimes it's there and you release it and you feel like, I feel new, like I have more energy because that trauma was just repressing energy in there. So, if you can use this energy and just feel it, allow it to flow, and all energy just wants to naturally go up. That energy wants to go through the chakras. That's the point. You know that's why we have the kundalini, right? This energy flowing up and down. It's just like a recirculation. But if you don't allow it, then it's just going to say, "Well, my mind can deal with this. Let's put it in the body. You know, let's just put it in into the pasit so it can be uh, physically." observed, physically felt, you know, the catalyst becomes physical now. And so um, in the negative sense, see what you're doing is that you are allowing the energy to flow, but you're not accepting it, no acceptance, but you're using it for outward purposes. You are using it for the negative path, which is manipulation and uh, control over others, dominion. And so that anger manifests actually in the um, controlling of other people, groups, societies, worlds, etc. That's how the negative, the 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 energy of anger can be used negatively. So, um, I think that that's all I can get out of this. It's just uh, let's go to conclusions after this this nice answer, which. Really shows that it's not only anger. This goes with fear, uh, this goes with sadness, and uh, anything else. I think those are the three major things that we have in the three main emotions. Everything else can be derived from that. You know, frustration is sort of anger, you know, I don't know, panic, anxiety is a form of fear, and so on. So uh, these three are key. You know, for us to understand how the energy is being processed through us. Is there anger? Is there fear? Is there um, some sort of uh, sadness is the best word I can use or depression or um, you know, sadness and, and fear. It's almost like oh, it's similar. I mean, you can see, you can just see the, the, the main emotions, the, the trinity there. If you can see this and you can see how they repeat. They're cyclical. Catalysts will repeat until it's no longer useful. That's the thing. Emotions are response to catalysts, is to tell you, hey, you know, we're having this reaction here. We are reacting to whatever it is, you know, that's causing us fear, uh, anger, or uh, whatever it may be, sadness. If you can use that and you can allow it to be and. You understand it, then you accept it, and you integrate it in yourself. Then that is the way to not only just positively polarize because I'm a positive being and I want to go to fourth density. And <laughs> no, it's just because that is harmony for your life. It just it allows you to be much more relieved and you know uh, balanced. So that is the the positive way of doing this. Um, I think it's a good recipe. Again everything goes down to love love is accepting accepting you know is just taking everything for what it is Um, the more you are into knowing yourself to know who you are then the easier it becomes to accept everything because the more you know that you are everything like i said you know in the example that you are your environment i mean you are more than that of course but your perception limits your your view of the creation But anything that enters in your perception of awareness, you should consider it. Oh, that's me. You know, that's totally me. You know, the sun rising. (laughs) That's me. I'm doing that. You know, uh, the guy walking down, you know, uh, down the street. That's me as well. You know, the leaves falling. That's me. Everything is me. You know, something that makes me fearful, angry, whatever. That's me. Let me just see how it's me being reflected there. So... You know, the more you see that, the easier it is to accept everything and that will be integrated in you. Catalysts will cease to exist and that just makes sense in general. So that's all I got for this video. Second part, we're going to keep going in uh, in the lines of cancer. I didn't want to make this video longer than this. I wanted to cover this whole session, but there was, as usual, much to talk about this stuff. So. Thank you for watching as usual. I appreciate that. I love you for being who you are because if you're watching this, that just means that you are me. (laughs) I'm in your field of perception and I am you. So with that, I'll see you in part two of session 46.